Hi everyone, here's what's bothering me today. Oh. Alright. We're here right now with the Taliban as they enter into the, what was only minutes ago, uh, it was an American controlled portion of the military airport. Now they're taking over. That is the Taliban, who look like American-trained special forces, by the way, entering Kabul airport shortly after it had been evacuated by the last flight out by the Americans. Now, a couple things here. Yes, as I've stated before, I am bothered by the Taliban basically becoming in charge of Afghanistan again with not too much fighting. They just made a bunch of deals with provincial governors and military commanders. And so all that work, all that training, all that time, all that money, all that death to get right back where we started from. Except now they're in possession of even more American equipment. Gee, it's almost like we've seen this story before with ISIS in Iraq getting a lot of free American military equipment. Maybe America needs to reevaluate how it conducts wars and giving new puppet regimes or armies or forces American military equipment. Where's that military intelligence and thinking? How you gonna how you gonna unscramble this egg that has happened twice now in recent memory? So yeah, that's just a little mini rant. Welcome to the Sunday sum up everyone. It's not the biggest or the worst week, but boy howdy, there's some stuff in here. So with that, are we all ready to have a bad time? I'm already having a bad time. I worked this long weekend. But here's some stuff that I think, you know, I, I want to just get off my chest. And also I think other people here might appreciate and just, you know, oh my God, why are people like this? So with that, on to the next story. So, you know, it's hard to make rent these days, especially with eviction moratoriums ending. People aren't being paid enough to survive. And apparently, landlords might be allowed to pull moves like this. Current rent price, $850 per month. Rent increase, $1,800 plus utilities starting December 1st, 2021. A new contract will have to be signed as us as the new owners will require this. Landlord, such as a blah, 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 blah. The point is, they decided to nearly double someone's rent because they could. Now, legally speaking, they can't. Although, well, that depends on where you are. For example, here in Ontario, this would not fly. That is not allowed under any circumstances. But knowing the hellscape that is America and capitalism down there, this is entirely possible in a variety of states. And what's the recourse here? Is there a proper tenants board? Is there an American version of ACORN that people can go to to enforce tenant rights and call out terrible things like this? That is so obscene to just more than double someone's rent. A, when, you know, times are already hard enough as they are without the pandemic. B, it's still a goddamn pandemic out there. And C, just the audacity of thinking, well, you know what? Yeah, let's just, let me just squeeze some more money out of people who don't have it. And if not, the market says there's probably demand out there. I'll find someone else who can totally have this and, and afford to pay it. Who cares if more people are out on the streets and hey, ignore the fact that we recently criminalized homelessness in LA, for example. It is all 
so messed up and I don't see nearly enough noise being made about similar stories like this. Like, I know we love talking about eating the rich. Can we just start with the landlords? The, the, the landlords will be the appetizers before we eat the rich. Sound good? Okay, cool. When do we start then? Because I'm really hungry. So I guess we're just going to keep continuing with uh, terrible news from America, which means I've talked about Hurricane Ida. I haven't really talked enough about, well, really at all, about the massive amounts of flooding in New York. Now, New York is a city that's very near and dear to my heart. I visited several times. I got some family who live in the area. So it's a city where I have, you know, family and friends. And, you know, I, I'd like to think that I feel at least somewhat familiar with with certain parts of it so seeing the whole city be inundated by water definitely rubs me the wrong way and unfortunately this is flash flooding due to the massive amount of rains left over from hurricane ida and it's resulting in again some pretty awful and horrifying pictures and so this is all bad and needs our attention and people need help but the thing i want to talk about today is this Chucklefuck Joe Manchin says risk too high for $3.5 trillion human infrastructure bill. Dude, half of your country is on literal fire? And then another good chunk of it is inundated due to flooding due to increased natural phenomena from climate change. You need this infrastructure or else you're not going to have much of a country left. This Joe Manchin guy is honestly just one of the worst people in American politics. Also, the audacity of him saying, look, you know, $3.5 trillion, that's just too high. Remind me again how much the 20 years war in Afghanistan cost. Remind me how much money the American military gets every year and often gets budget increases. You really don't think you can find $3.5 trillion sitting around somewhere in the world's greatest, most powerful economy? Unreal. And then sadly, that leads us to our next story, which is even more unreal and wild and horrifying to watch. So um, here's a clip. College football is back, baby. That's Virginia Tech. Packed and not a mask in sight. I can only hope a lot of those people are vaccinated, but uh, who knows with Americans these days. And that leads us to our next story, but I still want to stick on this one for a bit. What does it say about you and your society and your culture? That this, again, during the fourth wave of a pandemic with an even more infectious variant spreading, and it's just, yeah, things are back to normal, things are totally fine, and as an outsider looking in, this is such a surreal experience of American culture. Thousands, probably tens of thousands, judging by those stands, tens of thousands of students are there to watch football. And there's all this pomp and ceremony and everyone's jumping and dancing and like it's massive teams. And there's the military there for some reason, you know, big bands and they're playing music. It, it's like, guys, um, there's still a pandemic going on and it really doesn't care about your belief in whether it's real or not. And it's just, nope, things are back to normal, at least at Virginia Tech. 
It is so surreal and horrifying to me, especially because by the looks of it, you would think, oh, this must have been from like 2018, 2019 or something. No, because it starts with college football is back. Like it's the most normal thing in the world when it absolutely shouldn't be. I guess we'll find out in a few weeks what the caseloads are. But yeah, that's probably, you know, a sign of the end times of America and just increasingly makes me feel like I'm witnessing the real-time collapse of the world's greatest empire, but oh well. We live next to the shit show. So now we're going to talk about the next story, which again touches on vaccines and, you know, potentially people faking vaccine passports. And that has to do with notorious neo-fascist ghoul and shitheel Tucker Carlson. So here's the clip for your non-enjoyment. So in good conscience... They've risked their careers to preserve their right to bodily autonomy, and now they're in jail for that. Now, these arrests will be used to justify digital health passports for the entire American population. That is true. Save this tape. In fact, Cyrus Vance has already enlisted big tech to help root out the disobedient in New York. Quote, we need companies like Facebook to take action to prevent the fraud happening on their platform, Vance said. Making, selling, and purchasing forged vaccination cards are serious crimes with serious public safety consequences. End quote. Except that's a lie. Buying a fake vaccination card is not a, quote, serious crime. It's not even close to a serious crime. Buying a fake vaccination card is an act of desperation by decent law-abiding Americans who have been forced into a corner by tyrants. You know what's a serious crime? Forcing Americans to take drugs they don't need or want. That's a very serious crime. And let's hope in the end, someone is punished for it severely. Tucker, these people absolutely are a public health menace and threat. And you encouraging them to do unspeakable, terrible acts that impact public health and security and thus American people and American safety and livelihood is grossly irresponsible especially for a self-professed patriot such as yourself. Like, I'm pretty sure this doesn't count as treason or sedition, but it sure as hell toes the line, you feel me? Buying a fake vaccination card is an act of desperation by decent law-abiding Americans who have been forced into a corner by tyrants. No, dude! It's American tyranny to get me to prove that I'm capable of driving a vehicle. It's tyranny to ask me for ID when I'm trying to purchase cigarettes or alcohol. It's a public health crisis, you absolutely monstrous, stupid, sinister, dangerous, irresponsible, feckless, utter contemptible ghoul. This jackass is straight up calling on millions of Americans who watch his show and will see that clip. He is not doing his job, well, job as a reporter, accurately reporting on the news and telling the truth and instead of saying no that's totally not true and you should totally fake a vaccine passport which means once again it seems like i'm being proven right and this will go on for some time now because the party of personal responsibility doesn't want to do any of that this is gonna go on for so long i hate it and then again in terms of Yay, I was right when I really wish I wasn't. I guess it's time to talk about some news from here north of the border. Canada, on course for worst wave of COVID-19 yet, new modeling data shows. I fucking hate being right sometimes. 
So according to this CTV article, reported daily COVID-19 caseloads in Canada could reach unprecedented highs later this month if current levels of virus transmission are not reduced, new federal modeling data shows. Unprecedented highs. Which, you know, remember how we locked down in the first wave because we were like, whoa, what's going on? We don't know. And now here we are over a year later. It's going to be worse than that and worse than the second wave and worse than the third wave. We're now talking about a Delta-fueled fourth wave, all because of the incredible irresponsibility and half-assed measures by people in charge at both the federal and provincial level across this country. And now because of that, because of all these half measures of, well, you know, can we still, I really got to please my capitalist donors so maybe we can let some of the people die and hopefully this works out. And so now, because we didn't do the right thing early on and actually take the drastic measures necessary, it's just been half measure after half measure. And so more and more people are suffering for longer and longer. And the economy is actually worse than it would have been if we had done the right thing in the first place. But nope, back then everyone was all, no, come on, think of the jobs, think of the economy. It's like, it's a global pandemic. We'll worry about that shit later. Next time someone makes some kind of disaster movie, it should also have some like business lobby saying, whoa, 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 whoa. I know you're talking about evacuation, but think of what that would do to the local economy and it would totally crash the New York Stock Exchange. We can't have that even if Godzilla is running around the city. Think of the economy and time and like all that investment and money. Come on, guys. That's really what it feels like. This is a parody of reality and yet unfortunately it's not. And so here we are in Canada on the precipice of another terrible, more dangerous and deadly than any wave we've had before, fourth wave of a pandemic, which I called months ago. And people on social media and even members of my family and circle of friends saying I was being over the top and that, uh, no, no, come on, you're overreacting. It's probably not going to be like that. I mean, people getting vaccinated. I really hate being right about stuff like this. I really, really do. And I'd like to end it there, but I can't because there's another story that is absolutely infuriating. And once again, it's from here in Canada and it should infuriate everyone. My last straw, Vancouver paramedic on brink of quitting due to hospital protests. That's right, folks. People were protesting outside hospitals. Thousands gathered outside BC hospitals Wednesday to protest mandatory COVID-19 vaccines and vaccine passports. A Vancouver paramedic with more than 30 years experience says she is disheartened and on the verge of quitting after the protests against mandatory COVID-19 vaccines and vaccine passports that took place Wednesday outside hospitals across the country. Yeah, a lot of these protests are in the most populated parts of the country, namely BC, like this article is the focus of, as well as here in Ontario and next door in Quebec. And these three provinces have recently said that they will introduce mandatory vaccination and vaccine passports, meaning that if you don't have either of these, you will not be allowed into certain areas, especially indoor areas. So gyms, pubs, restaurants, numerous other examples like that. So of course the anti-vax crowd is super pissed off about this because my body, my choice, even though I'm against abortion and various other terrible people without a shred of self-irony are going around and protesting at hospitals rather than at government offices. 
And these are the same people who shut down vaccination clinics and harassed people trying to get vaccinated. These people are literally endangering people's lives. And not just those who, you know, are trying to go and get the vaccine and do their part, do their civic duty. They're, you know, coughing in people's faces. They're accosting people, families, children for trying to stay safe during an unprecedented global pandemic. And beyond those terrible aspects that have been well documented up to this point, to bring it back to this article from Vancouver, I watched someone start to bleed to death when they didn't have to, when time would have made all the difference in the world, she said. That was my last straw. They headed to St. Paul's Hospital in downtown Vancouver, but a trip that would have normally taken around eight minutes took more than twice as long due to traffic. When we did finally get to St. Paul's, there were protesters blocking the driveway. They've got signs and they're yelling, so it's the first we knew about anything going on. You irresponsible jackasses. Someone started to bleed out when they didn't have to because of your selfish, ill-informed actions. Nurses and paramedics are not the problem. You are. You are literally impacting people's health and safety and their lives. And that is not hyperbole. Give your heads a collective shake. You are not heroes standing up to tyranny. You are villains holding the world hostage. And I think that is the theme in all of these terrible stories from this week. From, you know, Joe Manchin saying it's too expensive to invest in infrastructure. To Tucker Carlson telling people, no, you know what? It's your patriotic duty to lie about vaccination and allow for this pandemic to continue unabated. To these assholes here in Canada not being responsible and actively impacting the health of their fellow citizens while claiming to be standing up for them and standing up for freedom against tyranny and they're holding people hostage. The well-being of humans are being held hostage by ignorant jackasses and often for purely ideological reasons rather than for any fact or real safety-based reasons. Whether it's the Taliban, Joe Manchin, these chuckle fucks protesting in the streets or listening to people like Tucker Carlson. It is so unfortunate to see all this happen when we know that it doesn't have to. None of this from any of these stories had to happen and yet they did due to just a cascade of human errors and that is what's bothering me today.